hey, I got a quick question for you. Are you nice to yourself? Would you consider yourself to be a friend to yourself? That might sound kind of weird, but when you're thinking about having your own back, that's really what it means. You are able to support yourself. You're able to be kind to yourself as you get through something hard. And in this episode, I'm going to break down this mysterious experience called having your own back. I'm going to talk about what it looks like and feels like and sounds like and how it is different than being self-sufficient and super independent like so many of us pleasers want to be and are. (laughs) So I look forward to sharing with you how to do something you want to do, like set a boundary, say no, things like that, even if it's a challenge. This is going to be a fun one. All right, let's celebrate together how you're going to be able to start to have your own back. I'll see you in a few. Hey, it's Vicki Smith. Welcome to Power to the Pleasers podcast. Want to start doing things on your terms and finally feel confident just being yourself in relationships? Well, you've landed in the right place. Here we break down your people-pleasing and perfectionistic patterns so you can move from being polite and doing it right to showing up, speaking up, and even laughing it up with people. Not sure it's possible? Well, stick around, friend. I'll show you how. Hey, y'all. All right, I wanted to pop in and do just a quick episode with you because I wanted to celebrate some stuff. So, I don't know if you pay attention to astrology. Mercury has been in retrograde, which means that communication can get wonky. There was like an eclipse. There was a full moon. I mean, it's been kind of a little crazy two weeks, maybe even longer than that. I don't know. I'm kind of sounding like I know what I'm talking about, but I'm I'm not. I follow Mercury in retrograde loosely because it's just nice to know sometimes that I can blame missed emails or um, mixed signals on that. (laughs) So anyway, I bring all of that up because I've had a few clients in the past week or two say to me, you know, I really feel like I'm doing this differently. There's been this snag or this mixed signal and I got through it. I kept going. I know a few people set boundaries during all of this astrological rearrangement and misalignment, and they were pretty dang proud of themselves. I was too. And we called it having your own back because they were riding these choppy waves and they stuck to it. And recently I had that same experience. And so I thought, Let's quickly pop in and just talk about how to have your own back. And I say quickly because I'm thinking about how to take sort of these several things I'm going to talk about and make them longer episodes or just, you know, pull them out and expand on them a little bit because I think it's important. Most of us want to be able to have our own back. So if you think about what that even just sounds like, it is like, say somebody says to you, don't worry, I got your, I got your back what that normally means is go for it. Like I'm, I'm either like literally physically standing behind you. I will make sure you don't trip or fall or something like that, but it means that they support you. And so this is what having your own back means is that you are supportive of yourself. This really boils down to a lot of mindfulness work. 
And not only mindfulness in the sense of recognizing thoughts, feelings, sensations, but also self-compassion. And that is the booger for most people-pleasing and perfectionists. And it's something that I'm really diving into deeper now based on my own coach making the request of me (laughs) to, as she puts it, hold your own hand. So having your own back. Okay. So if somebody's behind you and they're like, Hey man, I got you. I support you. And you feel a little more courageous. You feel a little more capable. You can kind of ride the wave of discomfort a little bit. You can feel scared about something, but still be like, I am going to do this because I know that so-and-so is right behind me and they're going to do this exact same thing right after me, right? It's going to be their turn and they're cheering me on and I'm going to do the same thing for them. So we're going to do this for ourselves. And before I go on, I just want to say to all of us people pleasers and perfectionists, I am fully aware that we are quite independent and self-sufficient just at the get-go. So when I start talking about supporting yourself. I don't want that to mean that you continue to keep your problems to yourself, your struggles to yourself, that you continue to not ask for help. That's not what this whole thing is about. What this is about is the internal work that you can do with yourself when you get in a tough spot, when you feel scared. So here are kind of just a quick bullet point or just quick thoughts about how my clients have talked about getting through their tough spots and how I just recently talked myself through setting a boundary with someone that was strangely difficult. Like I, I was kind of like, wow, I am really caught in this. So what we've all been talking about and working on in these past couple of weeks is that we did not allow ourselves to do that knee-jerk reaction, habitual, automatic, autopilot, say yes, right? We knew that if we did that, that we would sign our future selves up for something that wasn't going to be helpful for us. So I know a couple of clients have been talking about how tired they are. And I'm like raising my hand like, yep, subgroup over here. It's just, there's been a lot going on. So when you're tired, when you're irritable, when there are resentments stacking up, when you're yelling and having an imaginary conversation with the person that you wish you could set the boundary with while you're in the car or something, let those be signals to you that the next time you need to set a boundary, say no, that you actually remember this is how I feel when I don't say no, right? I feel tired. I feel angry. Resentments stack up and I spend my commute home yelling at this person through an imaginary conversation. So I'll just speak for myself. That was one of the things that was happening for me is I recognize like I'm going to think through this answer I'm about to give somebody. If it's a yes, what is going to happen to me next week when I sign up for this thing and I, my future self is now having to live the thing that I'm saying yes to right now. 
I was like, no, my future self is going to be PO'd at me, right? I am going to be tight and tired and grumpy and I'm not going to enjoy my day. And I just don't want to do that anymore. And so I was like, crap, if that's what I have to do, you know, say no to this person. Great. I am now, you know, doing somersaults in my mind and in my stomach (laughs) about how I'm going to say no. So what I did was I paused, I used mindfulness and I said, okay, here's the deal. I've got some physical sensations going on that are letting me know that I'm nervous about saying no. I've got emotions that are spiking like fire, you know, lighting up the sky like fireworks of anxiety, insecurity, anger that I have to say no. I love how we do that. You know, we get angry that we have to say no and the other person just didn't let us off the the hook (laughs) right out of the gate. I have emotions going on. I also have thoughts running and my thoughts are, I don't want to do this, but I should do this. And they're back and forth, back and forth. By the way, if you want to do any extra work on the side about how to say no nicely or how not to go back and forth with decision making if you're in a space like I was, check out a couple of mini courses I have. They're really affordable. One is 14 bucks, one is $29 and they will walk you through how to say no nicely and how to make decisions without, you know, having this tennis match in your own head. So uh, that's just a side note. They are in, uh, links are in the show notes, by the way. So that's what was happening for me. My thoughts were going back and forth. My stomach was doing flips. My teeth were grinding. I was feeling all types of anxiety and anger. And so I thought, okay, look, I could do the thing that I always do, which is just cave and say yes, and just, you know, feel that immediate relief and then just deal with it later, right? And hope the person cancels on me. Or I can stop right here and I can use my mindfulness and especially my mindful self-compassion and I can walk myself through this. I can actually say to myself, these are hard things that I'm feeling, self-compassion, put my hand on my heart, put my hand on my, on my uh, abdomen and just say, just breathe for a second. We've got this. We know what the truth is. We know what's best for us and what is best and what is the truth is that We don't do this thing because we don't have room in our calendar for it. Those are are things that are very clear to us. The problem is the nervous system and and my mind was going haywire knowing I had to actually act that truth out and say to somebody, I can't do this. So I'm using mindful self-compassion and just saying to myself, this is a difficult time for me. Setting a boundary is difficult. I'm acknowledging myself. And I'm also saying, and we can do this. I'm going to use my mindfulness of emotions and I'm going to ride the wave of what is taking over right now. And that is anxiety and fear, fear of disappointing this person, fear of being judged by them, anxiety of maybe causing conflict and having them push back and say, no, that's not okay. Or why can't you do it? And I just reminded myself like short simple, no thank yous, acknowledging how, you know, I'm appreciative of them thinking of me, but it's not going to work out right now. And I just walked myself through 
Actually, I walked myself through how to say no nicely. (laughs) So I'm giving you a little behind the scenes of what that particular little course is. And I said, I have to do this for myself because I'm tired right now and I don't want to continue being tired. And I am the one that's in charge of my calendar. So I have to do this for myself. And so I was befriending myself. I was being compassionate towards myself and the situation I was in. And then I was saying, I'm going to walk myself through this. I am going to get through this difficult feeling in my body and in my mind and in my emotions. And I talked to somebody about it. I got mad because I had to say no. So I got some of that emotion out. I slept on it. Always a good option. And I woke up the next morning and I said, is this still my truth? And it is. It was still my truth that the best thing for me was to say no. So I started the email and I wrote way too much and I let the email sit and I got up from my laptop and I walked around. So I did my pausing, which is mindfulness. And I said, this is going to be okay. All these things I'm feeling are valid. And I acknowledge myself for feeling scared But I also acknowledge the solid feeling I have inside when I say to myself, my truth is that I don't want to do this or I can't do this and I don't want to feel tired anymore. And I was listening to my fatigue and I was saying to my fatigue, I got your back. You don't have to yell anymore. You don't have to take me down anymore. I got your back. I will show up and I will say no. And That's a little bit of internal family systems too, different parts of the personality. But the point in that moment was I felt myself befriending myself. And I was like, oh, this is having my own back. And then I went back to the laptop and I edited what I had to say, cut it down probably about three quarters of the stuff that I felt like I needed to make excuses about and explanations for. And... I sent the email and when I sent it, I had an immediate feeling of relief inside. It wasn't the anxiety. There was guilt and there were thoughts going through my head, but I wasn't taken over by anxiety because I had done all of that work before I had written the email and hit send. All of that prep work behind the scenes with myself as I walked myself through it. And I haven't heard back from this person. I don't know if I will, but I, I said to myself, you know what? That was what was going on for me. That was what was best for me. And I feel at peace with it. And I think that is what having your own back feels like. I actually just kind of wrote down a a list of what I think and what I experienced and also what I heard my clients talk about. This is what I think having your own back looks like, sounds like, and feels like. It feels grounded. It feels centered and clear. You have a solid understanding of what is right and good and true for you, which creates calm and confidence. You have an awareness of your pattern And you have an awareness of a different choice. You are present with yourself as the pattern is playing out. 
and you are present enough to say, I'm going to use mindfulness here and I'm going to pause. And then you're present with yourself as you write the thing and you take another break and then you come back and you edit it and then you hit send and then you're present with your guilt afterwards. You're present all the way through. You are in tune with yourself. I listened to my fatigue. I listened to that part of me that said, I'm going to really be angry next week if I say yes to this now. So listening, of course, being in tune, sensing. I used the feeling of being so tired and the sense of it, the sensation of it. I used that as a signal, as information, and I followed what that was telling me. I believed in myself. I believed that I could do this hard thing and say no, even if it was through just email. I believed that I could walk myself through this. So even though I was feeling kind of agitated, kind of anxious, there was also this sense of calm that was also there. And even if that was 25% of my entire experience, it was, it was there. I was aware it was there. It was present. And I was like, I'm going to use that. I'm not going to forget myself. I'm not going to leave myself stranded and just be reactive. I am going to walk myself through this. And then I used my voice. And even if it was through words in an email, I used my voice and I let myself say what I needed to say first. And I heard myself and then I went back and I edited it. And I used my voice by saying, thank you, but no thank you. So grounded, centered, clear, courageous, confident, calm, awareness, presence, in tune, listening, sensing, um, belief in yourself. Yeah, I think that's what having your own back feels like, looks like, and sounds like. (laughs) So I just want to do a little high five to the clients that had their own back over this kind of wonky, misaligned eclipse, Mercury retrograde, all that kind of stuff time period. And I'm giving my own self a little pat on the back for doing the thing that I always hope and encourage and want for you all. I was there for myself too. So everybody celebrate. (laughs) Uh, Put cool in the gang or whoever sung that celebrate good times song on, do a little dance. We can get through hard shit. Okay. All right. So again, check out the show notes for the links to those little mini courses. If you want to dive in and do something behind the scenes on your own, and you're not really sure how to, and I am always here if you want to uh, do a little work together. So I love us people pleasers and perfectionists. And I can't wait to talk to you next week about cool stuff that's happened in my clients' lives and in mine, because I think you'll understand. All right, later gators. Have a good one. Bye. Hey, I bet you are avoiding saying no and setting a boundary. I used to too. One of the reasons why is because I wanted people to still think I was nice. I wanted people to know that even though I couldn't do something for them, that that didn't mean that I was selfish and uncaring and yeah, all the bad stuff. Well, I figured out a way to say no nicely. 
and I put a little something together for you. It's a mini course. It's called How to Say No Nicely. And I walk you through this three-step boundary sandwich formula. It will allow you to still keep your sweet demeanor and also start to stealthily set those boundaries. So hit the link in the show notes, get all the details, and I can't wait to hear what it's like for you now that no is an option. All right, peace out friends, later. Hey, thanks for listening. If you wanna learn more about me and how I work, please go to www.powertothepleasers.com. And if you wanna get even more special attention, get on the mailing list. It's not fluff. It's not going to waste your time. It's always intentional and educational. So I'll see you there. Later.